0: Hey everybody! Welcome to this edition of the Kellen and Alex Show. This podcast was recorded in early April of 2020, and with special guest Zachary Hamar, recent graduate of Notre Dame University. In this podcast, we get into all the shutdowns, and specifically, how are colleges going to reopen? We talk about Franciscan University's Step in Faith program, which they're going to offer free tuition to all new students. So we talk about that, what other universities are going to do, our predictions on coronavirus at the time, and what do we think about the shutdowns, about there not being mass? We get into all of it. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this edition of the Kellen and Alex Show. So do you anticipate online again for the fall, or do you think that we'll be in person? Let's say with Notre Dame.
1: I mean, it's so hard to say, like, people are so freaked out about this, and because it's we're keeping the ideas to keep the country closed there's really no way to get better information about who's sick and who's not um i have to think by the time by the time the fall rolls around that uh, there's it'll be back in person like i don't think this isolation stuff can keep up for the next four months and i think once it breaks people will realize that the situation with the virus isn't as serious as everybody thinks it is mm. That's my take though. I'm getting real, real sick of this. This. I think the reaction was totally overblown, and um, yep, and and not not based on facts, like based on suppositions, right? But,
0: so you were actually pretty close to all the the cases in New York, and uh, you're only what an hour out from New York City.
1: Yeah, hour and a half. And it's been funny, like not for us personally, but just for some family friends and stuff like there's this old German couple we're friends with who live in town, but their child and his wife, their son and and his wife live in New York. And like, it messed up inviting them for Easter. And Hmm. it's funny because the parents don't really care because they're old and they're like, we've lived a good life, but the kid is like um, worried for his parents. And so he doesn't want them like coming to see us and going out and stuff. And then similar, I think my uncle who lives in New York is trying to get out now and escape to Colorado actually
0: really dude,
2: oh, <laughs> nice dude colorado man go for it colorado's the place dude there you go represent, yeah, dude. represent brother represent dude hey we God. got a, we got a, uh we got a little quote here from luigi fan 891 this is like watching hannity on fox
0: <laughs> welcome to fox news by the way this was all created in a wuhan lab man
1: <laughs> it's pretty pretty based.
0: they dropped it oh, with a oh. missile strike The North Koreans were the ones who dropped it. They dropped it over New York. We didn't see it. All right. This is breaking news. Fox News exclusive.
1: (laughs) They're all in it together. You know,
0: they're all anonymous Uh, sources, but they all saw it. All right. (laughs) Yeah. So the big news for Franciscan has been, yeah, this this whole they call it the step in faith. Um, Franciscan University to cover 100 percent of tuition cost for fall 2020 for new students. I don't know what what did you think. I'm sure you've heard of that uh, that what we're doing, but yeah, what do you think of that? Like um, gut reaction, whatever initial reaction. Zach, yes, I talked wow. to him, but yeah,
1: yeah. Um, I mean, I didn't get it at first. I was like, this is kind of weird. Like, I don't know what the end game is, but I guess it's a um. I heard that you know they'd received reports about people being worried about if they could come to college and it's probably just sort of an investment thing, right? Universities. Okay. They have to spend a lot of money to make this happen, but universities need people to operate. They need students. And if everybody's worried about sort of the economic impact and if people's parents lose their jobs and they can't afford college um, well, they can't go and that sucks for them, but that also sucks for the university. If nobody can uh, nobody can show up. And I mean, the economic impact of what's going to happen as a result of this virus is kind of unclear there's some really sort of apocalyptic stuff, especially in the early days. I don't know. I haven't heard more recently, but like early on, for example, Goldman Sachs, I think thought it was going to be really bad. And there's been a lot of super negative predictions. Um, So, I mean, I guess it's smart. You know, it seems like a kind of strange thing. Like, why would you just give people free college? But when you think about it, it's kind of an investment in their future. You get the students there, you get them in the door, you get them started. And then
0: Make you them know, pay
1: later on. and Yeah, and, and, and their parents might be able to pay. Um, it's just tuition, right? So they still have to pay room and board.
0: That's right, yeah.
1: So, you know, there's universities still pulling in some money. Um, I don't know. It seems like a decent idea. It, I don't know. If that's the motivation, it's, it seems very forward thinking of Franciscan. Um, so kudos <laughs> to them. I wonder what other universities will do, though.
0: We were just talking like, I think my first reaction to it was, enrollment must be way more down than i like i thought you know because yeah if you're thinking about it like you know after this first semester of where they cover tuition they're going to be expecting the next 7 obviously tuition to be paid by the student and so they're probably i mean if you had uh, you know a class of 500 freshmen that were incoming and then it went down to 250 and then you said we're going to lose 250 paying students over the the course of 4 years like, if you could bring that number up by 150 by this, like, here's a free semester, whatever, like, right. that's going to way make up for what you lost in the tuition you gave away, you know, for the fall semester. Relatively. Yeah. Right. So, like, I think we're going to see a lot of these universities. Like, it's really difficult because, you know, Notre Dame's been around for forever. They have investments. Like, they're going to be fine. Uh, but, like, Franciscan, Christendom, Benedictine, other colleges that like rely on tuition being paid on the regular to keep it open, keep stuff going. Um, it's going to, they're going to really take a hit because a lot of people are just going to be unable to afford it.
1: Yeah. And actually kind of along similar lines. Um, so a friend of my, of my sister from church or, or something. I don't know. Anyway, I think their music director at their church also works at the Catholic University of America in DC um, and he was saying basically like when this whole Corona thing started and maybe even before the college got the teachers together and, you know, start told them to prepare for like in a couple years, a lot of colleges are going to go out of business or something. I guess there's a college bubble, right? And we have all these colleges and all these students, but there's been a demographic shift. And so, um, at some point, like 15, 13 years ago, I guess, there was a lot less kids that were had or something in the college demo, like the demographic that sends people to college. Hmm. And so at some point there was an uptick, I guess, in the, you know, relatively far past. And so a lot more people go to college, but now that's kind of bursting. And so um, and it will in a couple of years. So there was this anticipation that a lot of colleges were going to have to probably going to go under because there just wouldn't be the kids, the enrollment. Wow. Right. And I think, I think that was prior to the coronavirus So you have to <laughs> think that, that that's just gonna completely exasperate things. And so, you know, we talk about well, I think everybody on some level thinks we just wanna get back to normal after this virus is over. We'll wait it out and then it'll be back to normal. But now it's like, well, I mean, who knows what the if there's gonna be sort of longer term impact.
2: Well yeah. now if, it's
1: like now it's like what's normal, you know, what
2: what's normal now? I mean, is this gonna keep going on for months and months? Like is the normal next month or is it la was it last month, you know Nobody knows anything because we can't determine anything. <laughs> right. And <laughs> so, I, I don't, I don't think we can easily go
1: back just to the way it was before.
2: No, I, I don't, I mean, I don't think we can, like, it's, it's not, it's not as if like, you know, it's, it's evolved, you know, a little bit. I mean, it. my prediction was way off, you know, it's now it's like, it's gotten a lot substantially worse than what I thought it would. Um, but I think I do think that, you know, stats are going to start going down, although I tell you what, I looked at New York and I was just like, oh, my gosh, this place is literally screwed. I mean, you look at the map and you just look, there's like a bubble that they post and it literally took up the entire state. I mean, it it looked like the entire state was infected. I mean, I've I've never seen anything like it. Mm. California was nowhere near as bad.
1: Yeah, you New York got like, hit weirdly
0: yeah. hard. Yeah, any thoughts about that, Zach? With, like, New York and New Jersey seem to be just the total epicenters. And we're, like, California really isn't even close. I mean, I think we're, what, at 40,000 cases or something like that?
2: California is so
1: spread out, that's why. it's Except for LA. Yeah, so, I mean, there's a couple. It's actually, I don't know. It's a, it's a strange question because we were talking about it in a class of mine and, it doesn't seem to just be a population density because there's some other area. I mean, not every city is like getting blasted. Mm-hmm. Um, one interesting sort of thing, apparently it's dis- really disproportionately affecting the African American population. Mm-hmm. So like in Chicago, uh, it's like four times more than it should be deaths in the black community. Wow. Um, but I mean, so that could explain to some extent part of New York. Right. But also, there's plenty of cities that have, you know, predominantly black inner cities and they're not all getting blasted. I don't really know why New York's so bad. Um, I mean, it is so densely I think, populated. I think it's part of it. Yeah.
2: That's why it's den- it's densely populated. That's why I think the main reason
0: there was something interesting, the, uh, it was like California health. I don't know, some health official or whatever, who's with the state government, um, said that Stanford had done some, autopsies on people who had died of like pneumonia, uh, apparent pneumonia back in like January and February. And they actually found that two people tested positive for COVID. Um, well, they, they went back and found they had coronavirus and died of coronavirus. And the earliest was February 9th and, yeah. I saw uh, that today. yeah and so, um, meaning they definitely would have caught it at least two weeks before and possibly even before that. And, you know, if, they didn't legit I don't I don't think either of them came from China either. So it wasn't that they came from China, it was already community spread. So I mean there's a possibility that you know this had been going on in California even early January, maybe like even into just December. And it just wasn't known. Uh I haven't yeah. seen too much more on that. But what what the the question though I'd have is like, okay, well, did like what about New York? Because New York definitely has traffic from China as well. I don't know what the traffic looks like. Is it more traffic coming into San Fran uh, and LA than it is coming into New York? Or is it pretty similar? Um, it doesn't seem, I would you know, I don't know. Similar. Right. That's what I'd be thinking. I mean,
1: I mean the, Yeah. I was going to say the weird thing is like, I don't know. New York seems somewhat, I don't know. I guess I, I haven't like run numbers, but it seems like kind of anomalous for how, how hard it got hit compared to some other places. Like, it seems like a lot of the, when you look at a lot of the, you know, death numbers and stuff, it's certainly gotten worse in, in the last month or so, but I don't know. You you start talking about thousands of people dying, right? And everybody kind of freaks out. But when you compare it to, I mean, there's 350 million people in America, right? And, you know, tens of thousands die from, from heart failure and car crashes and drugs every year. And I think I think part of the problem, um, I think one part of the sort of problem with the whole pandemic and the response to it has just been a problem of scale. You know, it's terrible if thousands of people die um, and tens of thousands of people die. But is it worth sort of shutting everything down over? Um, I don't know. But yeah, I, I I really don't know why New York is is as bad as it is and why it hasn't affected the other cities in the same way. Mm. It's a sort of Yeah, it's strange.
0: Yep. Thoughts on that, Kellen?
2: From the chat, from Clarish said, my brother in Sacramento is pretty sure he had the coronavirus. So January. Um, I don't know, man. It it when you look at overall, yeah, I think Zach has a big point. I mean, when you start seeing people die in thousands, then it starts getting scary because. I don't know. You know, it's just, it's the name, right? Like thousands and there's a lot of people, obviously thousands, you know, that's a lot of people, but um, I think it's hard to say because, I mean, there's so many people in America die of so many different things. Like Zach said, heart failure, you know, drunk driving, car crashes, but the coronavirus it's weird and people will freak out because it's its own separate thing. You know, it's not like the typical, you know, uh, like drugs or something. It's basically, it's, it's a completely new animal that has just swarmed us completely. And, um, taking people in numbers, like we haven't seen, I mean, there's tens of thousands of people dying. So, I mean, it's just like now it's just, how can you minimize damage? You know, a lot of damage has already been done. How do you minimize damage now? You know?
0: So just so everyone knows where we're at, it's 160,000 cases in the US, coronavirus confirmed cases. Um 50,000 people have died. Uh just about mm-hmm. it's, it's about 4 it's actually 48, so pretty close to 50. Uh New York has 260,000 confirmed cases with 20,000 deaths, so they're um you know ridiculously significant in terms of numbers. Uh California has 40,000 um And, uh, Texas has 20,000, uh, I believe Michigan and Louisiana are the other really hot spots. Michigan's at 30,000, uh, Louisiana at 25,000. Um, so yeah, the major, you know, uh, major areas of population have been hit, you know, a lot harder, but yeah, let's see a month ago, that would have been, you know, March 20th, uh, like March 15th, we were just seeing it, move into the you know start steadily into the hundreds um and now we're in the hundreds of thousands uh, a month later uh any thoughts on let's say you know is there really okay what do you think let's put it this way three months we're giving ourselves a three-month prediction is there a cap on this and what does the cap look like and when does it start declining
1: oh i'm sorry (laughs) my bad there what was the end of your question, Alex?
0: A three-month prediction. When when does it, let's say, cap and when does it start declining? Or is three months even too short a time? Does it does it continue to rise? What does the rise look like? Um, because we went from, you know, in the hundreds of cases a month ago, we're in the hundreds of thousands of cases, uh, confirmed cases. So, yeah, what, what, is, what does it look like? What do the numbers look like? Um, I know we don't yeah. know exactly what it's going to look like, but is there guess- a cap to this, you know?
1: I guess just one, I mean, and I'm thinking back to the sort of thing you said earlier about maybe earlier cases in California, but I think part of the difficulty, and this goes maybe to what Kellen said about it being a new strain of the virus or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, Like our information is kind of incomplete, right? And so it makes all this modeling that we would use to say when it's going to cap and when it's going to decrease and the modeling that we use to determine the shutdowns and stuff like that it makes all the modeling really um, uncertain, right? Mm-hmm. So the sort of one of the biggest things is if you want to figure out how many people have died from coronavirus, for example, it's like a way of figuring out how serious this thing is. You take the number of deaths over the total number of cases, but we have no idea how many people, excuse me, have actually had this this virus. Um, and, you know, we had a certain estimate based on the data we had early on when we started making these decisions. Mm. Well, now maybe the virus arrived in the States a month or two earlier, right? And if we look at some of the like controlled situations or like kind of isolated situations where the virus has had a chance to go around the entire population, like that princess cruise ship, like Iceland, like uh, there's another one. (laughs) Most people are not really at risk and most people are either asymptomatic or have sort of very, mild problems and so like i don't know there's a lot of people dying in new york there's a lot of people in new york right and and maybe i don't know why cities aren't another way but um a lot more people could have had this virus than we think so like if we take the sort of standard so to get to your question alex if we take the standard account of when the virus started Mm -hmm. and then where it is now um i mean i guess the mayor of the mayor and governor of New York. I've been talking about, you know, the curves decreasing. I was just looking on a website. I guess we haven't had any new deaths um, in the states today, which was not the case a couple of weeks ago. We were having increasing amounts of new deaths. I think every day, um, increasing rates, sort of, right? Right. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I think so. So there's still a a,
0: like a similar number of deaths, but it's not increasing the number of deaths.
1: Like well, today today it says there was no new deaths in America, in the United States um no new corona deaths yeah well at least the the thing the source i'm looking at here um it's weird it goes in spurts it's like
2: nobody dies for a day and then the next day 5000 people die you know it's weird
1: it it is yeah
2: it's very it, strange people, people are people are asymptomatic but there could be a person that's asymptomatic and there could be another person that's been asymptomatic for a week so there's seven days apart and then there's people that vary all along the spectrum. So everybody, it seems like people who have it they're it makes sense that they would all be a, or, you know asymptomatic, but like in a span of 10 days. So it makes sense that people are dying in kind of spurts because, you know, they're, they're just along the spectrum. It's there can be people that have it in a week person gets it for the first day for 10 days, you know, mm-hmm. it's weird. It, Makes sense that people are dying in those kind of ways, just because it's so unpredictable. Nobody, nobody knows. Ten days—that's a long time. That's a third of a month. You don't know that you're symptomatic.
0: Yeah. Um, Yeah. Maybe we should go through like the contingencies. There's so much that we don't know about this at all, right? So, I mean, first, our ability to actually test for the virus, Um, because the FDA is basically given like the green light for all these companies to start making tests. A lot of them, you know, because it's a brand new thing. Um, a lot of the tests are, you know, pretty unreliable. If this was like a test for the flu or something like that, it, it wouldn't even pass FDA regulations, but all the regulations have just been put aside so that everyone could be tested. Right. And like you were saying, Zach, if it was here earlier, like the numbers looking like this could have just been many people had it already, but just right. weren't confirmed cases. And so the numbers don't look as severe in terms of increase that, that it was already there in the population which may have been the case with California and therefore it's less infectious than we actually think because it's already been in the population and it's increasing, but we're actually just recognizing it. There's also contingencies of just like, okay, well, how does it affect different people? Like you were talking about, you know, uh, African-American population. Um, you know, how does it affect with obesity, with age, with blood type? Like there's, there's so much genetics, whatever. Uh, Could there be multiple strains of coronavirus, some that are more severe, some that are more contagious? Um, You know, could certain treatment options that certain doctors are using be preferable? Could other ones actually be harming people more? Um, What type of treatment are people getting? How early are they finding it? Do asymptomatics really exist? Like, or is it just bad testing? Like, because this is brand new, there's literally, it's it's a clean slate. We literally know nothing. We're writing all the rules as we go. And it's like at the bottom, it's like asterisk rules subject to change at any point. Right. Um, So it's it's anyone's guess. You know, it seems like this is just going to go up substantially because all the numbers have been going up substantially. Um, But who knows? I mean, we could be sitting here. uh, Kellen said he's having trouble with audio. Sorry about that. Uh, Hopefully I get, get a fix. Try and say something. Oh, you can't hear me. Oh, okay, okay. Can you hear me, I Zach? I can hear you. Okay, I okay. I can hear you. All right. Um, hopefully it gets that figured out. But um. yeah, we just, we don't know. <laughs> there's there's too much we don't know to really make accurate whatever. A month ago we were sitting here and it was in the hundreds. Maybe it was actually in the thousands. We don't know. Now we're sitting in the hundreds of thousands confirmed cases in the United States. I'm not even talking about the world. Um. You know, we could be back here in a month and it could be two and a half million.
1: We just really don't know. Or it could be, going down and so i mean my sort of concern or approach is because we don't know so much why are we so quick to make oh kellen's gone so (laughs) quick to make decisions about policy Mm -hmm. you know this is really interesting i don't know if this this website that i've been looking at just isn't hasn't been updated but it's saying new cases in the whole world only 1,000 today. New deaths in the whole world, only 107 today. And in the US, neither new cases nor new deaths. Um, I read this interesting article the last couple of days. An Israeli mathematician, and statistician, is uh, pretty well known, apparently, has done some statistical anal- analysis on, on the spread of the virus everywhere. And I'll just read this paragraph. Um, a prominent Israeli mathematician claims simple statistical analysis demonstrates the spread of COVID nineteen peaks after forty days and declines to almost zero after seventy days, no matter where it strikes, no matter what measures governments impose on it. Hmm. Um, he says he—I mean—he has no idea why, because he's a statistician, not a—you uh, know—is
0: I mean, he basing off that off just, of Chinese numbers?
1: Let's see. Because- we looked at Israel, Singapore, Taiwan, Sweden, New York. I haven't looked at his actual paper itself, um, but he's apparently a pretty prominent mathematician. Hmm. Um, I hope so. (laughs) I hope he's right. Well, It's it's just interesting that, I, I mean, I guess the reason why I brought that up right then is this other website I'm looking at that has numbers on it. You know, it's funny that apparently in the US today, there's been no new cases and no new deaths. Whereas in the past, even I think last week or two weeks ago when I was looking, we had so many so much increase, you testing, know, testing,
0: testing. Hey, welcome Here back, Helen. Welcome back. Uh, we were just, uh, one second getting the, the numbers as well. Um, my site could just be off. Yeah. But mine's saying new cases from yesterday, 30,000, uh, in the U S and then 2000 more deaths in the U S in the U S. Yep. Cause we're up to 880,000.
1: Um, I wonder if the site is just off today then.
0: I'm on, uh, you can, I think Google actually has the, uh, the numbers updated. And then also this website, uh, worldometers.info, that one's been been pretty good at pretty reliable. Um, Yeah, we just, I think, I think in all of it, yeah, it's, it's healthy just to be, we don't know. Now, I think I can be. I'm heavily critical of the government's response and I think you are as well and I I believe Kellen is as well. Um, But there, you know, to be sympathetic with it, there's, because there's so much that isn't known about it, the government wants to take, you know, give all the precautions, shut everything down, send everyone home and all that stuff. Um, Because if it was worse and they didn't do that and then they get blamed for it, um, you know, that would be a huge... A huge blow to governance in general (laughs) you know like what are governance governments for or whatever people would start um saying that and i think we're actually starting to have that conversation of like okay you know what is the role of government in can the government literally tell you to stay in your homes for months and months and months and be given that right to do so for the sake of public health on their opinions of what the public health is right right so, you know, Trump's been following the advice of Dr. Fauci and Dr. Burks pretty much completely. And, um, you know, they're experts on it. and But they're using the same numbers that, you know, are spotty, the, the models that are spotty, the models that are subject to change, the stuff we don't, no one knows about. And um, they're taking a very severe approach, which is shut everything down. And that's where we're at. So- you can be sympathetic and, you, you know, you, you'd rather. uh, Yeah, it's a balance, the economy and the health. You know, how many people are going to die and how many people are going to be so affected by the economy that it's going to be devastating. Right. This is the conversation everyone's having.
1: Yeah, it's just. I don't know. It seems to me that my mom said something pretty early on that it was like because of a potential danger in the future there. You know, giving into a certain danger now, which is massive economic, um, you know, disruption, at, at least if not worse. I don't know what the unemployment rate is or how many people have been unemployed, millions of Americans at least in the past, you know, month. Um, I think it was just reported I mean, like,
0: today 26 million Americans filed for unemployment benefits. There you
1: go. 26 oh, million. <laughs> And and I mean you think about, for example, the restaurant industry, right? Yep. You know, some of these people, some of the some of them hopefully surely will be able to just open up after this is over and start up their restaurants again, rehire their employees, they'll be fine. Some can't, you know, they can't they can't afford to keep paying rent. Um, they can't, I don't know. They they just don't have the wherewithal the money to keep it going. And and so They won't be able to reopen even when this is all over you'll not be able to rehire the people that they had hired before right um and the other thing that that bothers me about sort of the conversation over authority and and the government response is it's easy for the government hello hello
0: kellen (laughs) can you hear me kellen can you hear me oh man is your audio still off can you hear me kellen Maybe we could we could do some troubleshooting for him.
1: (laughs) Is your computer muted?
0: (laughs) Yeah, that might be the first part. Is you stupid? I'm gonna send
1: him. Does the government not want you talking with us, Kellen?
0: Kellen Lake is not in this meeting. Oh, he probably has. He probably hasn't clicked his mic. (laughs) Uh,
1: Are you the host? Can you unmute him?
0: Uh, that's a good point. Mute audio. Um,
1: let's see. Actually, he's unmuted. You guys hear me? Can yeah. You yes. Hear me or no? You can hear me.
2: I can't hear you. <laughs> oh, geez. Uh, well, no point if I can't hear
0: you guys. <laughs> maybe. Let's see. Uh, um, this is a uh, this is a common thing with Mister Lake. He has a uh, a good bit hey, of technical difficulties. I, I can't hear you guys, but I can. So Kellen is the most dumb, <laughs> just an absolute buffoon. Talking Fun,
2: We're talking about you, That's Great guys, thanks. That's real great. Yeah,
0: Twitch chat. Uh, drop us some stuff about Kellen. He can't hear us Graduate right now. So I tried to
2: audio by phone, but it
1: won't let me. <laughs> Fair enough. That is real. That is very strange. Boot your computer. Are you serious?
2: <laughs> no, I got stuff saved on there, man.
0: <laughs> um, let me think. Hey, is this output? Me. Is it out? Is output doing the right thing? I don't know.
1: I mean, so I can hear you and you can hear me. Um So the audio is going out. He's just not getting it. Right. Or his speakers are broken. Are your speakers broken? I'm not much of a uh, full disclosure, not much of a technology guy, so Troubleshooting is not my skill set.
0: Yeah. Tech is obviously uh, the work of the devil. That's right. We need to go back to fellas. Exactly. Hey, brother. Can you hear me? Okay. Uh, Alex. Hey, dude. I can hear you on your iPhone now. (laughs) I'm sorry. What were were you
2: guys talking smack about me? What was that about? A little bit.
1: Say something, Kellen. Uh, Can you hear him, Alex?
0: Hey, Kellen. uh, Let's let's get you back on the Zoom call. Yeah, bro. Uh, Can you just um, check your output? Check your output on it. Yeah.
1: This is a mess. The government doesn't want us talking. The government,
0: the Chinese dude. They they run Zoom, by the way. We're only doing it because Discord it always kicks Kellen out of the call and then just like ends him on that. So, uh, but anyways, Kellen, just, just keep checking your output. Um, mess around with your settings. You still there, brother? He's gone. He's gone forever. Well, hopefully he'll, uh, he'll unmute, but <laughs> he'll, he'll find it. It'll be, way. it'll be the Zach and Alex show until then.
1: Uh, so I look I'm looking at that, uh, that Israeli guy. I'm yes. Looking at the paper that he wrote. um, could you drop his name for us? Yes, his name is Professor Isaac Ben Israel. Uh, @timesofisrael.com is the the website I'm looking at. But in any event, he basically uh, models, I think it's exponential growth of all the the daily new cases in the US, Israel, worldwide, Italy and Sweden. And I believe Sweden didn't um didn't, yeah, did not take radical measures to sort of sh- shutter their economy. And in all the cases, the curve is largely the same. Starts out, um, I wonder if I could copy and sort of paste one, but I don't think it would pop up. But in any, oh, wait, I could share my screen. Would that come through on the, the stream? If I share? Uh, yes, yeah, you can. You can do that. All right, let's do it. Um, Share. Okay, can you see it? Yes. So um, basically, right, so this is the US daily mm-hmm. new cases. He puts the exponential growth factor, 1.15, and then charts the daily new cases and draws a trend line. Okay, so that's the US, you know, 350 million people with the situation we're in. Israel, it's roughly the same, right? Slightly different. Worldwide, it's roughly the same. Italy, again, so I mean, one of the hot spots, right, a a very elderly population, but again, sort of roughly the same shape. And then interestingly, Sweden, which had did not do any sort of economic um, shutting down of the country, or I think they did some, but at least not to the same extent, interestingly, has sort of roughly the same amount. So um, he's basically saying, this clearly makes the case that there's something in the virus, which you know, ratchets it up for, what did he say? 40.
0: Right. And those, 40 that's days. the, that's the rate of new cases, right? So that's not number of mm-hmm. cases. It's the rate of new cases that he's arguing that all the statistics say the rate peaks at a certain point and we've reached that peak. And then the rate declines of new cases per day. So we're not seeing like, so he's arguing that the rate doesn't, uh, it doesn't just continue along that exponential thing to where we're seeing 100,000 new cases a day in like a country, right? So that that rate's going to peak depending on population, I suppose. um, That rate peaks at like, let's say, so right now, so the same statistic you were showing, um, we're already seeing that in the US, you know, uh, they've already, like the daily rate of cases um, has already hit like, Thirty thousand or something, or, or like twenty thousand, twenty-five thousand, thirty thousand, and it's been hovering around there for like the last two weeks. So we haven't seen it go to like fifty thousand new cases a day, hundred thousand new a day. Kellen, can you hear us at all? Maybe.
2: maybe you guys you got- hear me now? You can still hear me. <laughs> we can hear you. Still we can hear you, can brother. I give up.
0: Uh, maybe uh, try putting I'm, sick. I'm
2: fed up with technology. I can't do it anymore. Can you... I uh, be stuck in my room? Use headphones for 5 brother. days now just working on projects 20.
0: Says he's not in the meeting. That's so weird.
1: It, it looks like, like yeah, It looks like he's in the meeting for me. He's under Okay, it uh, says
2: switch to phone audio. But then it says, already on audio conference, press pound four, three pound. Pound four, three
0: pound. Do you know uh, Kellen's graduating with a communications degree? <laughs> I can't, Zach. <laughs> that's <laughs> <let> cruel. Me. <laughs> that's cruel, Alex. It is pretty cruel. But uh, hmm. that's where we're at. Um, yeah, so I mean,
2: I'm just trying to think, like. Why does it always happen to me? Why can't it happen to somebody else? <laughs> <laughs> that's fair enough.
0: But yeah, okay, so if we see so he's saying the daily new cases will go down within seventy day period, and so but that still means you may end up with like three million cases in the US. It's just gonna take a little bit longer, meaning we can lax well, on the restrictions and just yeah, expect a certain a certain number.
1: Yeah. And it's I basically the people are gonna die either way, right? Because even in Sweden, Thailand, and Singapore.
0: It's been the same distribution.
1: The curve has been roughly the same. Right. And I mean, I guess this is totally spitballing, but it kind of makes sense if it is super infectious, like people were talking about. Right? Here we go. I'm back. Hey, can you Good hear boys. us?
2: So, what did you guys talk about for the past ten minutes?
0: So we talked a lot, about a lot
2: about you, to be perfectly honest. yeah. Your your
0: hair should be long. It should be back to the the flow. Good. We talked I'm about that. We talked about how much you uh you, you guys suck want at mountain the motor biking. Back? Yes, Please we do. Know
2: mountain biking oh yeah we baby. talked
0: about the uh ufc island that they're gonna fight the khabib uh, Dude, is dana Ferguson. doing that is i he don't know do that i don't know man zach do you follow ufc at all not at all not at all well dana white the what is he commissioner or Dude. something like that a ufc Dude. the owner he wants to have a fight man do it dana's the owner he's the owner Send yeah it. yeah all right have you heard anything else about that Restrictions are fake news. That's that's my uh, that's my I... fake news. <laughs> there we go, dude. <laughs> this is Fox. I heard uh, this is Fox I News, heard... guys. Yeah. this <laughs> is Oh, jeez. Uh,
2: I heard that. Uh, yeah, he he he's gotten out. I mean, I don't know if he's going through with that, but <laughs> uh, I
0: definitely heard it was a an option. UFC two forty nine to take place in Jacksonville, Florida. Okay. Sounds good, but when? Uh, it doesn't say Jacksonville. Yeah, May 9th. in Jacksonville, Florida. That's what Dana said. Um, May 9th. that's gonna be crazy. May 9th. <laughs> if they actually end up doing it, yeah, yeah. In Florida. In Florida. Yeah, yeah. Why are they do it in Florida? Why can't they do it?
2: Why can't they do it in like the middle of Montana? They
0: could. Maybe. Montana. Maybe the. Dude, Montana, man. I, we got to get up there, brother. Move on out. Get out of New York. Get out of California.
1: Do you want to hear an idea I had? Dude, I miss Montana, bro. Do you want to hear, hear an idea I had that relates to Montana? Yes, tell to us. Solve the, to solve the COVID crisis. I was saying, okay, so what do we need? Herd immunity. What's the problem? A lot of, there's a lot of old, vulnerable <laughs> people who are going to die. So I said, let's get all the healthy people who aren't at risk. Put them all together in one place. Maybe like Montana. All of us get sick. We hang out for two weeks. Get herd immunity. Everything's fine. Brilliant. Brilliant. Right?
0: I heard it first on <laughs> Fox News. Hannity tonight. Get them all together. <laughs> we could we could put them on that big, uh, the big Navy ship that they got. You could just have like one big, you know, cruise no, no, ship. No, no, no. I'm,
1: I'm talking everybody. Like all <laughs> 250 million not at risk people.
0: Montana. That's right.
1: (laughs) There's nothing nothing there, so who's gonna? uh... Exactly.
0: Yeah. Who's gonna stop us,
1: man? You need to think outside the box. Think outside outside the the box. Outside the Zoom window, you know. That's
0: right. Outside the Chinese (laughs) propaganda. Uh...
1: There's a there's like a conservative (laughs) newspaper called the Epoch Times, and they've been calling it the communist, the Chinese communist virus, or the Chinese Communist Party virus, called the CCP. (laughs)
0: so i've heard nothing more about um (laughs) (laughs) that's pretty good yes but i haven't heard anything more about the i it was only (laughs) like a fox news thing where they were talking about it was possibly made in a wuhan lab and all this stuff i've heard nothing more about it i don't know if you guys have heard
1: anything about that but um i don't know how certain anything i've heard is like those Chinese, uh, those idiots in those labs,
2: invented something, and then they screwed the rest of the world with it. I'm so, so yeah. I thought it was
1: intentional. Is really the question?
2: It was intentional. Are You kidding me? Why would they? How could they work up something so destructive and that be unintentional? Come on. No, whether whether
1: they, whether they spread are you serious? It, whether they spread it was unintentional, or well, that's the question.
0: Or whether they,
2: they developed it. They created that virus. They created that virus. They created that virus because they're a communist country. They don't have any morals. They screwed the rest of the world into living it, and they're they're just stupid. They're stupid lab people that work something up, and they're just
1: idiots. <laughs> Kellen is a racist. Stupid <laughs> idiots. Uh, well, stupid speaking idiots. of how,
2: Chinese how
0: and racism, have you heard you about, about all the uh...
2: to ax- how stupid do you have to be to accidentally? Hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. How stupid do you have to be to accidentally work up a virus that kills thousands of people? You have to be an absolute retard to build up something like that. You have to be so stupid. Either you're so stupid or you're so smart that you're able to do something like that and just blow up the rest of the world with it. I mean, they're communist idiots. They don't know what they're doing. I don't think they're idiots. Of course they're idiots. They
0: are communists. It's a billion people. That's, That's quite a lot of people. It's
2: an evil regime that works up evil viruses, okay? That's, that's how it
0: should be. That's how it should be? What do you mean by that? <laughs> that's how it is. That's how it is, okay, okay. <laughs> I mean,
2: that's how it is, sorry.
0: Uh, that's how it should be. <laughs> that's how, that's it, how is. it should be, guys. CCP all the way, <laughs> it's man. Not how
2: it, it's not how it should be, sorry. That's how it is. Yeah,
0: I, I I feel as, even if it was a Chinese lab, I don't think we'd ever know about it. There's so much that gets covered up everywhere. I mean, I and I'm... I'm skeptical the U.S., even if we had intelligence on it, would even release that intelligence. Like, I don't but even we know if we'd fund- do that. We
1: were funding that lab, I'm pretty sure. We probably <laughs> were. Dollars. We probably Taxpayer were. dollars. Were it could have been, it could have
0: legit been a World Health Organization, like, funding to Chinese labs to research viruses, and then they, you know, mutated something. I mean, it's a possibility. I'm not saying it's even probable. But, um... <laughs> I, I think even if it was... I don't think we'd ever really, for sure, know. You know, there's just so much stuff that just gets brushed aside until and, the general uh, judgment. Until the general judgment, which we know,
2: <laughs> God's you know gonna tell us at our judgment. Yep, the Chinese did that. Yep, they did this. They did
1: that. Yep. And you, Thanks, by the so way, blama. you funded that, so you fun. it will happen. It'll be very, uh, yeah. I,
2: there, I'm telling you what. There is. There are so many questions I want to ask God when I get to heaven. Like, how did this virus start? The, I, want the, I want to know the exact source, God. How did it start? Tell me how this BS happened and why you allowed it. And then tell me, oh, It's just like, come on. God had the ability to stop that. He didn't. He he could have stopped that, but he let it go through. I'm
0: not blaming God. I'll let you you handle that, Mr. (laughs) Hamar. I'll let you handle that one. No, no. I mean, it's true.
1: It's all it's all sound theology. God could have stopped it if he wanted. Permissive
2: will. That's fact. I don't know why God would allow something like that to go through, but then again, God allows God allows you to go on
1: and on. (laughs) Fair enough. Truth. Okay.
0: (laughs) <laughs> we we still have no idea we have no idea why that happens uh, but uh yeah we, we're, we're, we're gonna
2: like... we're gonna get an answer the we're first the an first thing i'll ask is
0: how does the kellen and alex show survive this long that'll be the first thing It'd be like, i do not know no idea i man. do not know. no idea man no
1: here's, here's a question do people talk about i'm telling you man much?
0: i'm telling you
2: bro it's it's Probably. it's i'm t- i'm telling you man it's it's the Chinese are gonna pay for what they did, and they deserve <laughs> to pay for what they did. For the, no, they, <laughs> they do. are gonna they pay. Do. I, agree. I agree. They are gonna. How pay are they gonna pay? How do you make I a nation know.
0: pay like that? They're not gonna give you money. Well, we're gonna. They're gonna figure out some. Not
2: pay, but like they're gonna get put sanctions like you. You'll never believe. <laughs> I doubt it. I mean, they're gonna. They're gonna do some. They somebody has to do something. I mean, come on. Are you just gonna let this I mean, whole virus go? What are they going to say it. that the New it, Zealanders started it? The no, New Zealanders <laughs> didn't start this virus. Okay, they're the they're the farthest away. That from was my on that was universe, my main okay? argument. You <laughs> just
0: took it out of my my wheelhouse. I was just about to tell <laughs> you, far New Zealand.
2: Everybody else, the Chinese, the Chinese started this, and they can kiss
0: this.
1: <laughs> hey, fair enough, dude. So,
0: so, fair enough, dude. I, I'm, uh, I'm just... No, I'm I don't fed know. With,
2: I'm fed up with the Chinese.
0: The The economic stuff is... We, we have no idea how severe this is actually going to be. Like... Yeah. The whole world is sitting at home, not making anything, not doing anything. It's not like we're all subsistence farmers, where we can all just like... Like, we all depend on the fact that everyone's working all the time. For... Yeah everything, right? So that's the reason why we can specialize. And, you know, you can have a doctor, you can have somebody who's an entrepreneur, you can have somebody who literally sells chapstick or something like that. Like the reason the guy can just sell only that is because he can make money to buy everything else that everyone else produces. And so when everyone doesn't produce anything, everything's screwed, right? Okay. This is actually really interesting. Have you seen what's happened with oil recently?
1: It's like they can't get rid of it fast enough.
0: So, okay. So, oil prices... Wait, really? All right. Really? Check, check wow. this. Check Gas is this.
1: under two bucks here.
0: Check this. Okay. So, oil... So, there's so much supply that all the oil... You know, uh, the uh, oil producers were drilling at such rates. They, they drill at super high rates because there's a demand and they can sell at certain prices and they sell, like, per barrel. And uh, WTI and the Crude Oil Fund they're the, the fund that says, traded in the market on like what the price of a barrel of oil is. Okay, so it's been, since the coronavirus stuff has hit, it's been steadily going down like significantly, right? Because the yeah. no one's driving, so oil is not in demand, but the supply is still insane. So the U.S. reached a deal with Saudi Arabia and Russia to reduce production so that the prices would artificially go up. But they didn't reduce it near as like you'd have to literally stop all production, which you can't do because they have to pay people yeah. to keep the the stuff, the refineries, and everything going.
1: So we also can't just because of the processes. Right. Exactly. It's like the the way it works. It just doesn't.
0: So oil last week, actually, this is no, this was this week. This was on Tuesday. Oil went to negative prices yeah. in the stock market. It went to negative thirty-seven. So try and wrap your mind around the fact that like we can have a negative stock. What it meant was you could literally put a contract on WTI uh, crude oil and one contract would net you $37,000 to your account and 1,000 barrels of oil would be delivered to you. Good deal. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. That's, that is and legendary. I was looking like there, there's a subreddit uh, that people talk about what they do with contracts and whatever <laughs> and, and option trading and whatever. And you're required if you got that contract. So you literally could just like if you if you had a, an account, you could just buy a bunch of contracts and get $400,000 immediately deposited into your account. And you'd have to prove that you can house. Like forty thousand barrels of oil, <laughs> but it costs more. It costs more for for the oil makers to put the thing in oil and store it than it does to pay you forty thousand yeah. dollars. to take a thousand barrels of oil. Yes, this has never happened in the history of the market.
1: Yes, yes, this is what we need right now. <laughs> yeah the world and and actually the other crazy thing about just like driving seismographs you know scientists who like you know plan for earthquakes the world's actually moving less because no one's driving they can measure the difference that the world is like the earth is shaking because there's no cars driving that's hilarious isn't that nuts
0: oh
2: my, like, come on dude this is the first time that something like this has happened in 100 years compared to the Spanish flu or whatever in 1918 I don't think
1: the other think you can compare this to the Spanish flu getting back to my complaints about this uh
2: no okay fair How fair, many fair, people fair. died
1: in the Spanish flu?
2: Far more. And they did <clears throat> 2% of the world and I don't know how much how many I don't know how many COVID's people were in gonna the world end up at that time
1: 0.1. <clears throat> 0.01 like everything
2: else. 2% 2% of 6.5 <laughs> billion I have no idea. That's one that's 6.5 billion, billion divided by 50 i don't know what that is millions let's
0: see kellen it's, kellen yeah, would you go
1: into? sorry go ahead what
0: 65. were you gonna say I, I was gonna say did you want to go into oil business with me <laughs> we could instantly make <laughs> no, hell, 40 million no, dollars just as long I, as we I, can take uh four hundred thousand barrels of oil and then you could. Montana, right dude. Montana's the Montana. solution to everything <laughs> dude, today. dude, ship it to dude, Montana. Montana. bro. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, where should we deliver Montana's your oil? The solution. Montana. I could put
2: I could put forty thousand barrels. I I got five, I got five acres out here. I could put 40,000 barrels around. Just stack Can't them. Can't be in the house.
0: High. Yeah. <laughs> you you know, okay, this is this is probably I know there's gotta be at least like a hundred people who saw negative 37 and just said, I'm gonna take a contract. And have no ability to house oil, and so are just gonna get like they they're gonna get charged. They're gonna get charged for barrels of oil being like kept places because they are probably gonna lose money on it, right? Because it's, because the oil companies are saying probably. it costs more, but they're gonna have oil to sell when when stuff gets reopened again. It's just a weird time. Well, I'm I'm using this as an example because oil hasn't been there. They're like, obviously the hardest hit in terms of like immediate effects, even getting the infusion of money that the federal government's doing and getting an agreement between countries to reduce supply still ended them in the negatives. <laughs> like it cost more for them. Uh, a lot of these other companies are being floated by the fact that the government's literally infused $2 trillion into the economy yeah. and they just passed another 400 billion of just monopoly money where there's the monopoly money, literally, there's no more being produced, so there's no actual production happening. There's just like, here's money, which is, you know, decreasing value of all money in the U.S. And um, (laughs) we don't know what this looks like economically. We've never had a situation where everyone shuts down in the entire world for a month. I think this is just, that should be so alarming. And I I don't think people are way more alarmed about the fact of, you know, oh, you know, thirty thousand people are gonna get it a day and all this stuff. And you have to be alarmed about that too. It's a terrible thing, but like this yeah, but it's I gonna mean, get like, weird. It's gonna get really weird really quick.
1: Yeah. And you think about, you know, especially in our I don't know, our day and age, I don't have a lot of confidence in the level of human nature and human virtue in our in our time, but like you know, I guess I didn't I didn't read the article, I just saw a headline, but you know, they were fearing riots in Italy a couple of weeks ago. And you have to think if tons of people lose their jobs, you know, the government will keep pumping money in, but say, you know, massive inflation happens like had happened in the, you know, the, the South during the Civil War or in Germany after World War One, where a suitcase of money won't buy you a loaf of bread, right? People are going to start rioting. People are going to start killing each other. That's not going to happen for sure, but like that's, you know, if we have some sort of Great Depression level then and who knows really who knows um stuff like we could see stuff like that happening right and a lot more people could die than than would die from coronavirus that's why i'm kind of like i've been complaining about the the reaction and the shutdown the whole time because it's like we don't know we don't know how bad it is but we know that destruction of our economy will cause serious negative impact
0: I think this is going to destabilize tons of governments too, all across the world, because they can't sustain these, you know, uh, unless they go dictatorial and authoritarian, like this is going to, when the economy tanks, you know, for everybody as it's going to, the U S might be able to weather it governmentally a lot better in Western countries, but around the world where governments already unstable and there's possibility of wars and economies trash and people are starving and people are dying, whatever like that's gonna we're gonna see some like really crazy wars governmental changes rebellions like civil wars who knows i mean it's gonna happen in africa like ridiculous once africa really gets substantially hit um but you can see it all over asia and and um eastern europe it's it's yeah. just gonna be governmentally it's gonna look weird as well around the world yeah, yeah thoughts I mean yeah
2: i I think you you bring up a good point i mean This does have the potential to really screw up governments. I mean, like you said, like, I mean, you've been to Africa. So, you know, countries in Africa that are in a war state, this is only just going to screw their economy and their government even more. And that's just going to cause war. I mean, because people are just going to go insane. People already, already are going insane. But yeah, I mean, I think as compared to like countries, you know, in Europe and, and, and in the West, you know, like the United States and South America and those places, I think that they will be able to handle some sort of like a depression better than definitely countries in like Africa and some of the middle East. Um, but I think the really rich countries are the ones that I think the rich countries are, they going to be the ones that are going to be able to handle it better, obviously in the poor ones. I mean, Like, Saudi Arabia is a super rich country. I mean, like, with all the oil and everything, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised that they're able to handle this, like, if they had a depression in their country,
1: like, soundly. Um, I mean, they'll be able to... Yeah. I was going to say, they'll be able to to handle stuff better, but I mean, it's like, are we in a situation where it can't really be handled well? Like, I mean, we're a rich country, right? And I'm just thinking... You know, there's some statistic about some absurd percentage of Americans don't have $400 in a bank account for an emergency, right? And okay, so so they can't, say they lose their job. Okay, they can't pay rent and buy food for the next two months, um, at least, right? Let's just say two months. And the government will send out money. But, you know, who knows how long that'll do and what the value depreciating is like what we've been saying. Okay, so now there's all these people who can't pay their rent and who are just running up credit card fees. Well, okay, the government's going to do a moratorium and say you can't, you can't like come after people for not paying their bills. People need to stay in their houses and be able to buy food. Okay, so then you know the credit card companies go out of businesses. The landlords have to, you know, go broke. Banks blow up. You know, and then it's a depression again. And it's like, well, <clears throat> we can handle that somehow, but it won't be pretty. Mm. I don't know. I, uh, I mean, it, I guess you guys are, seems like both kind of on board to some extent with what I'm saying, but it's just like the, okay, of the, of the you're two, right I would say of the two uncertainties, like economic death and coronavirus death, because we're all acting like when we were talking about the modeling before, we're all acting like we certainly know how this thing's going to play out, which just isn't the case, it's just not true, right? And in the United States especially, we haven't done widespread testing. And so between uncertainties from from a virus that doesn't really hurt the majority of people unless you have a previous risk factor versus the possibility of economic trouble. I don't know. I land on the... I guard against the economic side first, you know? Mm
0: -hmm. It's just, I think with the... I think you're absolutely right with the economic stuff. It's, it's just something that the government is, you know, by infusing trillions of dollars and giving paychecks and whatever else, they're, uh, <laughs> trying to keep people happy with the economics for now until it really just destroys everyone. Cause it's going to affect everyone in the country. So it blows up. Yeah. Until it blows up. They're just trying to hold the tide as long as possible. Um, and then, Once the floodgates of like economic depression hit, because it's, it's really not just a probability. It's just an inevitability. If you have everyone in the the globe, not working for, you know, an entire month or longer, we're just going to be really in a bad place. Everyone's going to be in a bad place. There's, and so this infusing money, trillions of dollars, whatever, this is just staving off until that point hits. And so we're in kind of a uh, you know a rosy time now, but it's gonna hit you know eventually.
2: Yeah.
0: <clears throat> Thoughts, Mister Lake. Well, is
2: there okay? <clears throat> so, is there a point? Okay, so what if this thing takes a massive decrease in it and it all start starts going down in the next month? So, there's two questions. Okay, so how long is it gonna take? Like what you just said about it's gonna start going down. We're holding the tide as long as we can. Yes. When does that tide end from now? Two months? Let's when just. When do we start going into the depression? Three months? Two months? Hard
0: to say. I think. Let's take the economic thing in best case scenario. Okay, so let's say this okay. next month we go from where we are right now, which is you know eight hundred thousand in the U.S., like millions globally, whatever, to absolute zero by the end of May. Let's just say that happens, which is completely unlikely. But let's just say that happens. Okay.
1: Wait, what goes to zero?
0: Coronavirus everything. Let's just say coronavirus oh. completely ends by the end of May. Like there's nothing, there's no more coronavirus cases in the world and no possibility even in the future of there being coronavirus. Just as a sure. thought experiment. We would still have an entire month to month and a half of the entire globe not working. And yeah, we don't know what that <clears throat> looks like economically except for the fact that that, you know, it it can't look anything other then massive drops in production and value and money and goods that is completely unprecedented. We've never seen before. Even That's if we right. went from zero, to, you know, hero to zero, <laughs> we went from, you know, 800,000 cases to zero in the US in a month, it would be devastation in terms of like economics um because it's still a month i mean it's still a month and that's and that I mean, that would be if it went to zero and that's completely unlikely it's it's more likely that it just goes yeah. up yeah it's impossible it'd go I like mean, that
1: so the temptation is to say like let's all be adults about this and just pretend that month never happened right because <laughs> right because until, have until, have to...
2: until your bank account
1: hits until <laughs> well, your right. bank account but, I hits mean, right that's that's exactly <laughs> right because somebody, somebody can't pretend Somebody has to take the hit, yeah. and it's who's that, who's that going to be? Is it going to be the banks? Is it going to be the you know somebody? It's well, uh, twenty-six it's million Americans banks, have
0: already, I
2: mean, unemployed. You know? this... Yeah, I mean that's a lot. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I, I just don't think that the government can take. There's no real more measures that the government can take. I mean, they've already like, they've already give, given out a lot of money. What'd you say they approved another $3 billion or not 3 billion, three, how much money did they 400
0: approved? billion just got passed today? That's sort of 400.
2: Okay. Okay. So how do we, how do we quantify that? 400 billion. Okay.
0: So think the difference, so, uh, that's, all right, so that's, that's, like,
1: much. that's like a hundred billion cheap cheeseburgers is one way to think about that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Another way to think like million, feed, billion, and trillion. that's
1: definitely not enough.
0: So if you had a million seconds, it's something like uh, 11 days or something like that. If you have a billion seconds, you have like 33... Wait, wait. You have like 33 uh, years. Yeah. years. And if you have a trillion seconds, you have uh, 33,000 years. Something along those <laughs> lines. So um, that's in terms I of like quantifying. Too. Yeah. So... Yeah, so one dollar would be like one second, and then a trillion dollars would be thirty-three thousand years. So we've in, we've already infused it, like two and a half plus trillion dollars into the economy out of thin air with no production. Yeah,
1: literally just fake money. Yeah. It's it's a
2: shite Monopoly show. Money. I mean that's all it is. <laughs> I mean agreed. I mean that's it's a shit show. I mean there there's nothing. The, like I said earlier, the question now is how do you minimize damage? Like the damage has already been done to some extent, and it's probably only going to get worse. So <clears throat> I see us. Eh, so and we also because,
0: here's a, let's let's compound it. Let's compound it. I don't know. We don't know how people are going to react. So even if we opened everything up tomorrow, so we already have the month's worth of no work, no value, no production. Even if tomorrow we said completely brand open, we don't know what the purchasing value of anyone is. And we don't know what people would be willing to buy. And we don't know how businesses could reopen. We don't know what the marketplace post coronavirus looks like. Like, are people going out and it, like going? They're not going to football games. They're not going to, they're not going to go to UFC fight nights. They might, you know, but I think a lot of that, a lot of stuff that requires in person and that, you know, going to fancy restaurants, maybe nicer cars, uh, going on trips, hotels, flights, um, vacations, leisure type stuff, um, restaurants, food, anything like literally everything. We don't know what it looks like pre and post coronavirus because we haven't lived in a post coronavirus open market age. All we're in right now is a coronavirus closed economy. We we can't expect us to go to a pre-Coronavirus market, yeah. right? Because no one's going to be buying at the same rate, which is the reason why this stuff compounds, right? Because <laughs> the consumerism is going to be plummeted, so all the businesses that are based on that is just going to be, you know, what does that look like? That that compounds the the you know the difficulty of reopening.
1: Right? What absolutely baffles my mind is that, like, okay. The three of us aren't experts. We don't really know anything. What?
0: This is Fox News experts. Sorry, no, no, no. Yeah, we we're say, say anybody,
1: man. anybody listening. We are all experts, and we know everything. But like, my parents
2: are doctors. Okay,
0: <laughs> that's right.
1: They ben Shapiro's me. wife is a doctor. No, okay, um, fine. What was it? Uh, no. Oh uh, <laughs> shoot! He lost it. Got it. He Terrible. lost it. it. So, so you on, were on, saying?
0: You were saying we're none of us are no, experts. No,
1: no. So, so so like right. We don't we don't know we don't have any specialized knowledge but we were able to like reason to this scary economic conclusion and what baffles my mind is there's so many smart people out there in the media and the government who aren't capable of seeing this and i i guess yeah. am either too much of an uh, optimist or too much of a cynic to believe that they're all stupid <laughs> and so I,
0: I think so too yeah I, th- I
1: think it's malice i mean i really think it's malice i don't know why or, or i mean i kind of know why but um i don't want to get into that but i mean the point is it baffles the mind that so many smart people are just so sucked into the mainstream media and the talking points that they hear every day they can't well, make it's because the common argument we just made i mean it's because
2: it's because feels like half the american people are stupid I mean <laughs> half that's what well, it feels people, like
1: people are stupid.
2: <laughs> people are stupid. I mean yeah, they people people get so brainwashed by the stupid media that they they don't know they don't know how to do their own stupid research. And so, you know, they 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 constantly model off of like politicians and economists and things like that that are sucked into the media. So they don't know how to form solid judgments about and make predictions about actually what's going on. Like evidence given from like the United States health agencies, you know, they're just the people at times like this, when shite starts to hit the fan. I mean, literally people, they resort to the media. And I don't know why I don't ask me. I don't know why they resort to the media, but then the media has all the power they can put out all the bs that they want you know what i'm saying right and people will yeah. because americans are stupid they'll believe it so
0: i mean no I doubt mean, all this not stuff is. americans been, are... are good like this stuff has been super no, I
2: mean, not, not all americans are yeah
0: or not all Go are ahead, stupid Alex, well no I, it's been super <laughs> propagandized like everything the yeah. stay-at-home stuff like all the you know celebrities all the media is apparently in agreement, right? Republicans and Democrats are both like, let's just give tons of money to the American people and stay at home. And no one seems to be giving, like you're saying, Zach, the the opposition part of let's just think this through. Like, do we know the ramifications? No one's talking about even just the simplistic ramifications that we're going through of just like, well, everyone's at home. What does post, you know, coronavirus market look like compared to pre? This doesn't look like it's going down. What do we, like we don't know the ramifications. Why are we giving trillions of dollars away? Like none of these conversations are. All of these are being. You know, all these conversations are being quarantined around the idea of like everyone needs to stay at home, and you can't talk about the fact because you're insensitive. You know, you you're, you're putting you're you're putting economy before lives. But it's like there's lives on both sides of this. There's lives. It's it's the holistic it's really, picture.
1: Yeah, it's really you know, when you begin thinking about it through if you're conspiracy minded or if you've read 1984 or you begin thinking about it Mm -hmm. through the lens of sort of you know control right power dynamics which people are so quick to do the other way right but if you point at the government or the media it's always um it begin yeah begins to take a really sinister picture um and it's it says something about American society and the amount that I think we've bought the culture of, I mean, I would call it, you know, uh, Marxism, secularism, modernism, something like that, that people are incapable of, of seeing this stuff because it it goes against the orthodoxy, right? It's the, it tells you the amount that sort of the 1984 esque Mm -hmm. mind control really it's, it's, I mean, it's, it's sort of a communist, Marxist thing that's been adapted for for the West, and that's a whole different conversation, but the extent to which it's sort of been accepted, right? Where now you can say you're a woman if you're a man, but if you question the media's orthodoxy, you know, you're accused of... of... The insinuation and the cultural pressure against you is that you're putting your capitalist bourgeois selfish focus against higher than people's lives um and i think and i think ultimately um there's a lot more it's hard to say in some ways but there's a lot more at stake here than opening or shutting the economy there's a lot more at stake here than even the lives of some elderly or immunocompromised people Mm, Um, there's a whole way of life there's a whole um i don't know and i mean yeah and that's only on sort of a political level right there's all sorts of other questions like is this a chastisement from god and today that you know that would be scoffed at because they'd say well no it's a virus we can point to it so clearly it's not a chastisement from god because the modern mind for all its enlightenment is so narrow that it can't think of a thing being two things at once in two different ways right both a, a, a virus and sent by God. Um so I mean I think the the reason I I asked that question earlier on when we were having some technical difficulties about whether people talk about the coronavirus too much like it's all we've talked I mean it, it's all we've talked about for the past month and it's the same thing that um with like any given media story right hmm. the impeachment trial the the Russia collusion like it's all we talk about and I don't know I think at some point we need to take a step back and like focus on living, doing our duty, being holy, being virtuous. Um, and at yes. some point, that'll 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 let us get more done for ourselves yes. and for the world than thinking and yes. worrying about this. Yep. And in the end, it's not this world that really matters anyway. What was yes. that, Kellen?
2: People don't yep. get if, if more of America. Yes, yes, because people don't. People don't, people are so stupid. People don't understand, like, their ultimate end. Like, they don't, well, I wonder if they could do some sort of test at how brainwashed people would be, like, it. <laughs> I don't even know how you do this. I'm trying to think about how you do this. It's not possible. I, how would you rate but, yourself on that uh, scale, Kellen?
0: Are, uh, are you a 10?
2: How do you brainwash? test, how do you, how do you test how do you test the intelligence of the American public? How do you test the intelligence of the American public? Who do how they do? do, do that?
1: for? What do they watch? <laughs> how would you do, do that? Yeah. Exactly. Uh, how would you do you, that?
0: You say, do so, they watch the Kellen and Alex uh, I mean, show? And if they do, their intelligence is just off the, off the charts. Insane. It is. They're smart for tuning in because they
2: listen to people that actually have... Real unbiased
0: you know, Fox News opinions. Right here. I
2: mean, look... <laughs> 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 Look, it's fun being it's fun being controversial. That is a lot of fun. But you have to I mean, like Zach said it's now we don't want to get it let it get to the point where it's affecting our way of life, you know what I'm saying? Like our our <laughs> being like our, our you know thing like our virtues, you know? Mm-hmm. Still got to be virtuous, got to strive for virtue. If you don't strive for virtue, then you're screwed. But I mean, no. like you know, if It's just, we have to, we have to separate like our frames of mind, you know, we we have to make sure that like each day going through this, that we have to really like take time for ourselves, but also have separations of just like what we're thinking about, you know, we can't let, we can't let this overwhelm us because that doesn't do any good, but we also have to be able to, you know, trust sources and look in the right places, not 24, seven, look at the media and just, just, you know, copy them because you know, 99% of the media is bonehead. So, I mean, it's like, I mean, maybe not 99%, but you know, a lot of them are just stupid. So, I mean, it's not smart to always just trust the media. That's right. That 1% is the Kalen and Alex show. We're the 1% not bonehead. 1%. I, it blows my mind at, at how I've already said it. It blows my mind at how dumb just some people are. How, how they can actually trust in a hundred percent in fake news and the media. They they just they automatically resort to it. They don't even think for themselves. How stupid do you have to be to to just be
1: like that? It's sad, Ooh. really. They deserve our sad. pity. Sad, yes. Well, but I mean, <laughs> they deserve our pity more than anything else. That's that's the one thing that's always helpful to remember. It's like all these dumb and misguided people or you know but for the grace should, of god we there go be titled, we, right?
2: we should title this podcast brainwashed <laughs> brainwashed america brainwashed Exposing america
0: brainwashed America. <laughs> Info three who, wants brainwashed.
2: who wants a brainwashed you know
0: yeah i mean it, it really is demonstrating like i mean we we've sat here and like taken some you know, what, what we know about this made some reasoning and made, you know, some general conclusions, some, some, some guesses as to what stuff happens. And, um, you know, all those, the, the data and the conclusions get packaged together and then presented to the American people in a certain way. And, uh, and then it seems like if both sides, you know, kind of agree on the terms of the game, then no one argues outside of that, right? The terms of the game is, According to the left and the right today, which those are like the only categories that people operate under, apparently, is it's um, stay at home is as assumed, uh, worry about the economy second, um, bailouts are a great idea on both sides. Uh, yeah. Everyone should you know be OK with this, should not be protesting. Um, and the, the right says Trump's doing a great job and the left said Trump's doing a terrible job. And then apparently testing is supposed to be like, you know, the, uh, the holy grail that we're all trying to achieve is everyone get tested. And that's also assumed that's not proven, uh, also assume that coronavirus really is ridiculous. Yes. Even testing gets very political. It's also assumed that coronavirus is way worse than anyone thinks. And it's all bad and it's going to destroy the world. And both sides say this, and all of that's just packaged together of data and conclusions and then that's the kind of, here's the right's picture, which is just a small variation of the left's picture. And then the left gives you the same thing. Right. And, um, yeah. And there's no, like, let's reason, you know, beyond that. And I think that's where it goes into the, you know, stupidity or whatever. It's just, people don't want to like actually have to reason from it. They just want, what should my position be? Because I'm on this side, you know? Oh, Trump's doing this. Like I'm heavily critical of the stuff Trump's done. (laughs) Like, I think he's really showed his true colors as to who he is with, uh, everything shut down, believing what Fauci and Burke say. Uh, we're going to give tons of money and everyone's okay with that. And he's led the way in that. And he's, um, there's been like no pushback. I, the, the Trump, that was a little
1: disappointing.
0: It's insane. It's immensely. Like I, I've, Everyone knew he was like, he wasn't really conservative. Like everyone knew that. And then they, the Republicans, once he got the nomination, it was like, okay, they're they're talking about populism, Trumpism, you know, you believe in the person and not any type of policy or whatever. And then he's just flat demonstrating it with the U.S.'s approach to the federal approach to coronavirus. Now he's probably less heavy handed federalistically than maybe a democratic, uh, Democrat president would be. In that, you know, he might be more forceful with the states, but he seems pretty forceful to begin with. I don't know if you heard the other day, like the president has full authority, you know, over opening the economy and the federal government can force states to open up and the federal government can do all this type of stuff. It's like, if you're any type of like states right per- rights person at all, you're like, wow, okay, Trump's definitely not on that side, you know?
1: Well, I don't think, I think, I don't know. I think we knew that already. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, To that specific point, I mean, I think states' rights are a bygone of a more Republican age. Um, <laughs> true. But I mean, I, mean, I, I, don't, I have, don't know. I don't, I don't know I if don't, I've... I don't have too much
2: of a problem, I mean, with states' rights. I mean, it's it's good that we have state sovereignty. People, like, really overdo it. But, um, yeah, I've obviously, like, I've been hearing a lot of reports of Trump is just, like, you know, like, saying sent- false claims of approval you know to the public or whatever like he's saying it's better than it really is and I mean <clears throat> it's easy to do that in a time right now to try to you know it's you weigh it right it's to reassure the American public you know and or actually just you know give the real stats it as it is and to some extent like disappoint the American public you know what I'm saying it's all and especially now since it's getting towards election time it, now you have to make the choice are you're going to appeal more to the public? And, you know, kind of give to some extent false claims or is it's all political now. It's like, well, I can justify this even though it's not really right, you know, and especially since we're going through a crisis right now, should we, aren't we supposed to trust the president? I mean, to some extent, yeah. I mean, he's our leader. So, you know, you have to, you have to wage between kind of, you know, your own judgment and, and thinking like. You know, really critically thinking about what Trump's saying and actually like analyzing it, and you just have to be able to, you know, just kind of I guess think clearly for yourself because now it's getting even more intense. With, I mean, Sanders dropped out, right? Joe Biden's the only guy now. Joe Biden can't even. I mean, he he's like, he's he's seriously messed up. I mean, like he has some serious problems. Like he, I think he's like bipolar, and he and he can't even like hold a conversation that well and i mean i'm just telling telling you if it com- becomes between trump and biden trump is gonna absolutely maul biden and everybody knows what it.
1: already is but
0: i really wonder what this says so, about mean, both yeah. go ahead i wonder what this says about both parties the fact that like we've had obama we've had trump you had bush like and then the clintons um or well, bill clinton um it seems like the 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 people who, like, represent the party really well don't end up succeeding. Like, Obama, you know, somewhat represented the Democratic Party at the time, the the Democrats. But, like, he took it in a completely different direction and then had his whole presidency. And Trump's taken Republican whatever and then just trumped it and just made it what it is and then went with it. Like, obviously, Biden can't do that. Um, he's just a, you know, uh, coming from the Obama era. Um, I mean, Clinton couldn't do it either. Uh, Hillary couldn't. So I don't know. I think more and more of the presidency, we're going to see people like like a Trump or like an Obama who really don't just say the party lines but are like really charismatic and really can, you know, and if you don't see that, like Joe Biden's not even close to being a contender, uh, at least in my mind, yeah. unless unless Trump really messes up significantly bad which is very easy to do in a situation like this and something majorly changes you know i don't see him as a contender i i'm you know i may be looking at this video in january and thinking i'm you know an idiot and i was totally wrong but
2: there's nobody that can every all the candidates suck on the democratic side like they literally suck and you know trump obviously it's going to be him
1: so gentlemen if i if i may interrupt for a minute i uh for two reasons, namely the hour and also my computer dying. I think I need to, uh, pop off.
0: Hey, um, it's been, it's been wonderful brother. Uh, we're, we're actually about to wrap up in 15. So,
1: um, yeah, I mean, I, I should still run now, but, um, yeah, sounds you're good. You're
2: Welcome. Anytime brother.
0: And thank you for listening to this edition of the Kellen and Alex show. If you want to follow us live, we go live every Thursday evening from six to 8 PM Pacific time. That is, 9 to 11 o'clock Eastern Standard Time for all you East Coast Tringuses. Uh, we go live at twitch.tv slash tringus. That's twitch.tv slash H-I-N-G-U-S-T-R-I-N-G-U-S. Thank you all for listening to this edition of the Kellen and Alex Show, and we'll see you all next time.